Welcome to Our World with your host, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you, my brother? Everything's good. How are you doing today? I am fantastic, man. Did some running around earlier, but I'm home and I'm ready to rock and roll. Great. Let's get to it. Okay. You know, I made a promise to the people that I was going to give them a little tip. Now, I'm not preaching or anything like that. This is just a fun tip. You're looking for a good cigar drink combination? Get yourself a Pardon Anniversary 1964 and some Johnny Walker Double Black. You cannot go wrong. I guarantee you, you will thank me. If you have a better suggestion, please go to our Facebook and, you know, drop me a line there and let me know what's a better combination for you. Do you smoke cigars at all, Net? Only when I'm on vacation. Okay. Do you have anything in particular that you like to smoke? Uh, not really. I just tend to go after a Cuban cigar when I'm away. Okay, I've had many Cubans in my life, real live Cubans from Cuba, not the Dominican Republic, claiming <laughs> to be Cubans. And uh, you know what? I'll take the Pardon 64s any day. I even take a Rocky Patel over that. Uh, I found them to be very harsh. Uh, these uh, Patrons, Patrons yeah. uh, a woman can smoke on them. They're that mild. They're that good. Well, first of all, you're going to pay. It's no $3, $4, $5 cigar. These are, depending on where you are, if I'm in Vegas, they're $22 to $25. But if you buy them like at a cigar store in, say, a mall, you might get them $12 to $18. Okay. So they're, they're not uh, they're not no damn Dutch masters. This is not something that somebody's <laughs> going to make a blunt out of. This is good smoke. This is sit down with your drink of choice because if I'm not mistaken... Are you still a Captain Morgan man? I'll take Captain Morgan, but right now I'm doing like a Honey Jack type thing. How was that? Uh, it's, it's good so far. I mean, some people don't like the sweetness, but I'm I'm fine with the Honey Jack. I mix with either a salsa or a ginger ale with a, uh, maybe a lime, and it tastes great for me. Okay. I want to talk about a couple of people, man, that's been on my mind. Jerry mm -hmm. Rice. <laughs> oh, my God. The Jerry Rice commercial. I, as far as I know, Jerry Rice should be financially set. So it's not about money. I, I don't even understand what is going on. Why would this black man allow that piece of chicken to be hanging off the front of his helmet and holding on to a big biscuit? Yeah, I think you have to explain the commercial for the people because it's just hilarious. Well, this Jerry Rice, Hall of Fame wide receiver Jerry Rice, from San Francisco 49ers and the Oakland Raiders is in a Popeyes commercial. Not the Popeyes commercial where he uses the woman's voice, which is kind of bizarre. That was the first one. This is the second one where he's now in a football helmet that has like a, you know, the little fat drumlet that you yeah. would get uh, in the, you know, you're probably going to be eating next week at Super Bowl. Well, he has that in the face mask. And he goes up to, uh, I guess she's supposed to be on a uh, a dais type thing, uh, you know, like sports casting. And he's holding a biscuit that's the size of two of your house, you know, two of the pillows that you sleep on. He's holding those underneath his arm like a football. It's a very bizarre and disrespectful, stereotypical black man loves chicken when we know that everybody loves chicken. Yeah, I, I agree. I, when I saw the commercial, I was like, 
I can't believe they got uh, Jerry Rice to do this. You have to. It's like he can eat the chicken while he's on his helmet. Like this is just bad. Oh, beyond bad, man! It's 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 shameful, Jerry. Jerry should not be doing any any business like this, man. This is like, what the hell is the matter with this man? You know, yeah, uh, it's the same. A couple of, uh, I think, sometime last year, Mary J. Blige did a song about the crispy chicken burger, and it, it just ain't over well. It's like people, they're using you for a stereotype, and I don't think people realize that. Yeah, there's there's certain things that we just cannot cannot do as people. You know, uh, it's it's really really bad. Another person I wanted to talk about was. Uh, I guess the, the the movement is the free Melania. Did you uh, see that? Uh, I think it's completely doctored. How her face goes from that smile, oh, face, yeah. and he turns around, and she looks like horror has been set upon her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we can blame Trump for some shit, but you know what? I think that was completely... I mean, it's just it's great to know that people are now able to... Uh, I didn't know that you could kind of... Um, what do you call it? Uh, Photoshop videos. I guess they splicing yeah. videos up now. Yeah, I feel that. It looks pretty bad, but I, I always thought that their relationship was more of a convenience thing, if anything. Yeah, it, 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 it looks scary, but, you know, I don't think we have to free Melania. I think <laughs> Melania is totally... I think Melania is pretty much safe there. I mean, I she holds she, the cards. Yeah, I actually think she's free now that he's in Washington and she decides to stay in New York City, so... Yeah, and she think about really it. really have to deal with him. Divorcing the president in the White House would even turn him against some of his own people. So I think she holds a lot of the cards. You know, yeah. uh, and then I guess we have Stacey Dash now. Oh, she no God. longer has a job with Fox News. Fox I think, oh, when it comes to Stacey Dash, I think that Fox News used her as a voice for the black people that was against Obama or anything else that was related or related somehow to black people. And then once Obama was out of office, they was like, oh, see you later. Yeah, you know what? They didn't need her anymore well, because now they have that black sheriff guy. It's like the two black people they drag out every time. You know that black sheriff who has that goatee that's too big? Yeah, he hates everything. Yeah, yeah, he hates everything black. Black, yeah. And you have Stacey Dash, who just was going to hate everything black that involved Obama. Yeah. So I'm thinking for a check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fox has those two. And you know what they said? We don't need Melania right now. Because I don't, you know, I watched, uh, I watched Trump do his uh, speech. Uh, I don't know if it was Tuesday. He had a speech during the afternoon where for the first time, this dude actually sounded presidential. He didn't. He didn't jive on anybody. He didn't come down on anybody. He actually spoke about what his plans was for a little while. And then the very next night, he throws that all out the window by reverting back to the lunatic Trump, worried about his numbers. So it's a schizophrenic uh, roller coaster ride that we are going to all get to go on for four years if we don't die. I don't. Uh, I'm hoping it doesn't last four years, but I don't know who's worse would be Trump or Pence. So, no Pence. Pence, we could kind of deal with because I don't know if Pence will try to play the power move. I think that Donald is actually 
that out of touch right now. He's just coming strictly from this billionaire madman thing. Pence doesn't have that. Yeah, but if, I think Pence is one of those that I will, he, you could pray to get away. Oh, well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> you know, that's uh, those are special, special people. You know, like uh, the dude they just buried the other day, uh, Eddie uh, Long. Eddie you know? Long, yeah. 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 Anyone that comes out and say, hey, you can pray to get away, maybe a little crazy in the head. Yeah, that's that's ins- that that to me is totally insane. You know, uh, speaking about gay people, what's what's your views on uh, same sex marriage and adoptions? Um, same sex marriage, I have no problem with that. Um, I'm like, if you want to get married, get married. It has nothing to do with me. I could care less. Um, adoptions, I actually know two guys who has a, a daughter, and it seems pretty healthy to me. Um, just observing that relationship. So I really, I, I don't have a problem with it either, either way. Well, my, my view on same-sex marriage is this. I am 100% for two consenting adults, two consenting adults being in a partnership where one is able to get the other one's medical, have the rights when one of them gets sick to have a word in their, their care. I mean, see, because these are the things that aren't allowed. Yeah, a person can't say you want you 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 need to be in a hospital or you're close to dying, and you you need to plug pull, and this is this woman's lover for thirty years, and she has no say, or he would have no say in his love, and I just think that's wrong. I think that we have to separate religion. Love is love, man. That's a, yeah, that's I, the way I look at it. Love is love, and there's never enough love in the world. I agree, and I, but I, I think it's based on religion. And people are taking their religion and saying, "Oh, it's it's wrong. It's the devil. It's 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 just it's just bad." I'm not a religious person, but I'm not knocking anyone who has their own religious beliefs. But I just think everyone should live. What's right? What's wrong? Stay out of everybody else's business. Two people want to get married. Just allow them to get married. Who are you to say you shouldn't get married because you love a man or you love a you love a person of the same sex? I, I don't think it's right. Yeah, I don't understand. There's one thing I always never could understand, even from my youth. And I'm not going to say that my views have not changed towards homosexuality. I was just as dumb as a lot of other people when I was younger. But I matured. And it didn't take me long to realize how stupid I was. Uh, what business is it of mine what goes on in your bedroom as long as it's legal? As long as you're not hurting somebody who does not want to be a willing participant, I don't give a rat's ass what you do in your bedroom. You know, it, it, it really has no effect. We work together. I could serve in the military right next to you. That was not a problem. I don't think that you should have to hide. People should be able to live their lives as free as possible. My main thing that I love about my life is I consider myself to be free. Anything that I feel that imprisons me, I rebel against, and I find a way to beat it. It's yeah. just who I am. Freedom is like the greatest word in my, the whole English dictionary to me. It means every, absolutely everything to me, freedom. Freedom from people, freedom from dogma. You know, freedom from how somebody else feels about me. You understand now, like, as, as black people, we should, we should want everyone to be free as we were once slaves. But some people still have this mentality that this is wrong, so they should not be allowed to do this. And I'm like, this, it, it just baffles. It just baffles my mind. 
Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, it made me think about something you just said about freedom and slaves and, and even going deeper than that. I, this morning, and I'm talking early this morning, 3.34 o'clock this morning, I was watching Hidden Figures. Yeah. Hidden Figures is a very good movie. I recommend it. Highly recommend it, yes. I have not. I need to catch up on those other Oscar-nominated films, and I usually do that every year, but I am behind the curve this year. I'm moving slow. I'm behind the curve. But I did get to see Hidden Figures. And, you know, just as much as that movie was about what the ladies accomplished, it was also about the roadblocks that was in front of them. Yeah. And as a black man, it made me sit there and go, damn, man, you know, this wasn't 200. This wasn't 300 years ago. This was in my grandmother's lifetime. The, the You know, to say that, the, you know, I have engineers in my family. Mm-hmm. That nobody could be an engineer back then. Yeah, that's you the know? thing, because she was a female and she was black. It was like... Yeah. <laughs> so I, got... I, I must say, but for her... I mean, I don't want to ruin it for people that went to the movies, but I do think these are like three... This movie, everyone should go see. I don't care if you're black or white, but if you if you are black, and you, you need to see this movie just based off, because how many times have you learned that there was a black mathematician or a black engineer or a black supervisor at NASA. Uh, this is stories that weren't told before. I didn't I didn't even know about this until the movie was released. Yeah, well, you know you know how that goes. We we are getting ready people to enter into Black History Month. Black History Month is right at our door. And white people be kind to your black friends because they're going to flip out for a month. And black <laughs> people have some patience with your brothers and sisters also because they're going to flip out some and you know it it's going to it's going to be a awakening if you will and a lot of some of it is going to be complete nonsense do your math on what is posted memes are not gospel because a meme has a picture and a quote doesn't mean that it means anything it just means that somebody took the time to create it I also, people would see anything that's posted on Facebook or social media and just say, oh, this is the fact. I'm like, dude, it takes you less than five seconds to Google Google it to see if it's actually a fact or not. Now you're working with the alternative facts like Trump said, well, Trump's person said. Yeah, that's what, that's, that's what we get ready to go into. You know, and Black History Month is a great time because people do get to learn some things that they may have never known. But... A lot of bad information will be passed from hand to hand, from like to like, from Facebook really page I, to Facebook page. I feel like Black History Month, what we learned at school for Black History Month, it was like the same stuff. Martin Luther King, slavery, um, um, Rosa Parks. It, it was very limited on the amount of stuff that we learned. So as I got older and I started um, hearing stories like about um, Nat Turner, um, Frederick Douglass, which we they did cover a little bit in school, I feel like we have so much history that's just not told or you won't learn in school, so you have to go online and learn this stuff yourself. You know what? You have no choice, especially parents. Parents, if you want a well-rounded kid, you have to take, you know, and I'm, I'm not a parent of a small child, but you have to take time to invest that time into teaching them, or, okay, I'll use it, alternative facts, because they've been suppressed. 
The information is there. It's just not anybody has been just passing it out like, you know, they're not passing it out like free cheese. You got to actually dig. You got to want to know this stuff. Matter of fact, I made a video last year. What I did was I put up every day for the whole Black History Month, maybe 30 black figures. And this just lets you know how many are out there. I was easily able to find over 120 of them. Easily. And some of them are dating back to, uh, you know, uh, the beginning of uh, of uh, mankind. And what I did was I made a video and I put it on YouTube. And it's on, actually it's on my YouTube page. Okay. And uh, I, I can put a link. What I'll do is I'll put a link to it on our Facebook page, Netboy Doc. Our world at Netboy, our world Netboy Doc, right? Yeah. I, I will I, put I a link to that. I looked at it. I mean, I must say, going back to the like the hidden figures, and with the um, I just looked at the Oscar list for like best picture, and I want to say for the for the first time in a long time, there's no slave movies involved, and I'm like thankful thankful for that because I'm like I'm tired of going to the movie theater and watching a slave film. Well, you know why I mean, it's no slave movie. I, well, I know. Um, well, the only one I know that came out last year was. Um, Birth of a Nation, which I don't really consider a slave movie. It was more like a rebellion of the slaves. But the but only it, reason that's not nominated is because his past came up. Yeah, his past. Yeah, yeah. That movie should have been on 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 the list. I mean, but hey, I mean, you you also have Casey Affleck and and um, Mel Gibson, who people were up in arms about. So you know I what? I don't understand. Mel makes money. Bottom line is Mel's a money maker. Things are forgiven when you're a money maker. Yeah, but I also think once you speak against the Jews, he kind of got backlash for a while of Hollywood. But when you allow, when you're on the status of Mel Gibson, you can use your own money to create a film. It's really hard to backlash a person that can pull five hundred million dollars out their own bank account to produce a film. Oh right, the Jesus movie. Uh, yeah, he, um, um, Passion of Christ. Listen, that movie made gazillion, and you know what? That's a movie that every year is going to make money. Yeah, yeah. Every exactly. year, it's just going to make money. Maybe one day that'll, I don't know, it's kind of brutal. But, you know, maybe one day it'll be like Ben-Hur or something and actually make it. Like when I was growing up, you seen Ben-Hur every year and the greatest story ever told. That used to be on TV every single year without fail. But times, times have changed so much, you know, people don't even say Christmas on TV anymore. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just think what happens is um, with that movie, I don't think, I'm not sure, I don't, haven't seen it on television, so I don't think he sold television rights for that movie. Yeah, because he's still selling DVDs and blue, Blu-rays, because every year that movie is still a big movie. Yeah, when that movie came out, I remember, I'm not a church person, but I actually went to see that movie with the church congregation. Oh, wow, that must have been interesting. Yeah, I actually saw the movie twice in the movie theater, but the once it was with the church congregation. And it's good to get a different perspective from people because I'm not a, I haven't read the Bible, so I, I, it was good to get a different perspective from at least uh, my friends that's in the church. Well, I have now read the Bible. I am going on my seventh time. Oh, okay. Front to back. Well, first of all, I needed to do it for schools, for school. Oh. You know, uh, that, that, you know, 
that that's a big part of uh my study so you know it's a it's a must but i am now on my seventh time because if you ask me if you believe or you don't believe i think it's the greatest book ever written because there is no book ever written that has the sheer amount of things in it that this one book has from you know some people say a person who's never read the bible you know that there is a uh and without i'm gonna get off religion real quick there is a uh, uh a couple of passages in the bible where some children make fun of a man because of his bald head and god sent 42 bears to kill the children uh-huh. see i mean that's just, i mean just most people have never even you if you've never read it i mean think about that this is on top of floods uh lep- you know sinning leprosy uh yeah. uh all kinds of plagues the end of the world a devil god sent bears to kill children so i mean it's amazing it's an amazing book but so, do you do you take it as because uh, i have friends that take everything from the bible as literally that it literally happened and it's not like a story no i can take i could take a, a part of uh buddhism i could take a part of uh Muslim culture, Indian culture, Hindu culture, and if it's wisdom, it's wisdom. Some things are said that are common sense. Some things are said just as um, examples of what you should not do, but people don't think about it. And um, no, I cannot literally take that, you know, the sea parted and people legitimately walk through it. Like, I'm only through I tell you now, I'm in the first five books right now, rereading the first five books. There has now been, and Jesus hasn't even been born yet, there's already been five women who were barren who had babies. Okay. Five! <laughs> I mean, so, these are women who, who had husbands but couldn't have kids, and one of them was 90 when she had hers. So, I, I'm not going to take, I'm, I take things with a grain of salt. You know, you have to. Yeah, because yeah. I had a friend, and we, when the movie Noah's Ark came out, and I was, and I, we were debating. I'm like, do you believe Noah's Ark was the actual thing that happened? And he said yes, and I was just, I, 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 it was hard to debate with him because he he wasn't going on facts. So it, it's hard to debate when someone's just throwing in Bible quotes and stuff like that. So yeah, but you gotta. You know what, if that's the only place he's coming from, it's going to hard be very hard to win because where can you go with that? Where can you go? I mean, you only could fight him in that, that arena because he doesn't want to hear anything else. But yeah. closed-minded is a bad, you know what, closed-mindedness is, is, is bad. So, you know, people say you shouldn't argue religion, you shouldn't argue politics, and I think there's a third. But if, if, you, if you left it up to me, everything is open to debate. Yeah, I think it's the politics, only way you learn is to debate. And, I think it's politics, religion, and abortion. Oh, okay, okay. Well, matter of fact, uh, in Washington, I believe today the anti-abortion or the pro-abortion people are marching. It seems like Washington's going to have a march a week for the next four years, yeah. unless Trump gets out of office. Yeah, it, 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 it's going to be bad. <laughs> it's it's going to be bad. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty bad, man. You know what? 
I knew that you said that you wanted to hit on like uh, plastic surgery. I know we're jumping topics here, people, but sometimes you you go from something heavy, you want to go to something light. Oh. And, and, yeah, I'm and, just wondering about because right now I'm seeing a lot of. I don't want to just put it on females, but I'm seeing a lot of like butt implants and and breast enhancements, and I'm like. If you if you go, if you need it and you need to get it done cool but make it look at least normal it's kind of hard looking at someone with a uh a, a 12 inch waist with a 40 inch ass <laughs> but you yeah. wanted to, I'm going to tell you something funny about this this is what plastic surgery to me and these these implants is just it's just the evolution of what women have been doing to us our entire lives and to men in general for centuries they have been putting the old whammy on us and i mean this no disrespect ladies but makeup is the devil if there is one <laughs> devil on the planet it is makeup because makeup will make a just go on your instagram go on your facebook go on youtube and look up a before made up and an after made up most beautiful women in the world. Some of them are men. Yeah. <laughs> you peel off that layer, and that woman that you wake up with could be a totally different woman. So now, I guess implants and stuff like that is just the evolution of we're going to permanently do it. Because think about it. Women are getting tattooed eyebrows. Instead, I mean, we all have eyebrows. Just keep the ones you got. Shape those up. <laughs> yeah. But instead, she, she cuts the ones she has off natural and gets some tattooed instead. Uh, they don't want to go to the to, to the, uh, the the person that threaded every other week. So why why not just tattoo it or? Yeah, so we, you know what? I wonder how women would feel if we had to doll up and we was think about it. The same body that she sees in the street is going to be the same body she gets in bed. The same body, the same face that you have. The the, the most we could do is beard, unbeard, haircut, no haircut. You know, basically. Yeah, I think the. I think Cover to America hit on that the best when he was meeting a girl in the club and when they got home, she would take her hair off, her eyelashes, yeah. and then she even took her leg off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, so it's like, uh, you know, women, women never, you know, my wife asked me, would you ever hop on the topic of understanding women? And I said, no, you don't have the time in a day or a lifetime to fully understand one. I don't even understand why women go in groups to bathrooms. Oh, that 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 I I think they just go to have a conversation because I don't I don't want to see another person using the bathroom. So yeah, what the hell goes on in that bathroom, ladies? It's like a, a football meeting. Yeah, it's just insane. They get up from the table. It's like. You know, it's like a secret thing that they have that only they know. Okay, I'm going. You going? Yeah, we going. You know, five girls in, in the bathroom together. It's just, a, it's just a weird thing. But I would say it, it's an unwritten rule for men at the urinal. If there's three urinals and all three is, are open, you tend to go to the ones on the end. You don't want to be that one guy stuck in the middle of the urinal. Yeah, and well, I, I hate that guy when I'm in the club and I'm using the urinal, and here he comes. The the one to the far left is open, but he comes right next to me and wants to carry a conversation. I don't want to talk to you right now when I'm using the bathroom. Yes, you must. You must spread out. Spreading out is is 
you know what, man? Rules are out of the window, man. We, for some reason or another, rules have been been thrown out of the window on certain kind of, you know, demeanor, disciplines, and things of that nature. No, guys, guys will be in the bathroom, and I mean, I don't even know how you you don't get embarrassed of yourself. You know, say three of people uh, at the urinal, and the toilets are in the back. You know how the bathroom set up. Yeah. Sinks are there. Guy comes from the shitter. He walks right through the front door while you, you I mean, y'all can clearly see this dude didn't wash hands at all. <laughs> yeah, he I have people like that at work. hands at all. And this same guy wants to slap you in the back or something later. Yeah, I have people like that at work, and they're the first ones to ask if they can get something out, like popcorn or something. They want to dig their hands in the bag. No, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, see, me personally... I don't have any uh, decorum when it comes to something like that. I'm gonna call you out on it. I have to because I don't. I got this thing with filth, and see now you don't go to a degree that you know. Hopefully, I don't know you. First of all, hopefully you're not one of the guys that's with me. If you came out, you couldn't control yourself enough where you could use the bathroom in your own home. We 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 at a bar, and I'm taking a leak, and you taking a shit. I think you should go home. Your night's over. I mean, if you got a shit to hang out, man, go home. Wash your ass. You, you're funky now. You, you, you're tainted. Yeah, we shit in the club. That's yeah. I mean, you know, to me, I, I, you know, I got, I got, I got issues, but I, I'm not shitting in the club. I mean, shitting in the club is at a, at a, that's at a level that I don't even have a, a, a word for. You, you, yeah, you going over the top. Let me put a disclaimer on this one because it, it may have happened to me. I was in um, the last time we went to Vegas. It was like five of us. We were all in a club. We, it was make it even worse. It was an all white party. So, oh wow! Well, see, shitting and you got white pants <laughs> on, man. You taking a chance? So in the middle of the party, all my stomach just—it was just on fire. It, I don't know what happened. What did I drink? It. It said immediately, you must go to the bathroom. Now, my body would not allow me to go to the bathroom inside that club. First off, the toilet had piss all over it. So I'm like, I can make it back to our hotel. So I run out the club, which was on the strip. Now, my hotel wasn't on the strip. It was the Hard Rock, which anybody ever been to Vegas. It was about two avenues up from the strip. I got out the hotel. The sweat started pouring down my face, and I just knew I could. I just knew I could not make it to our hotel, so I just ran across the street, and I had to go, I think, to New York, New York, and I just had to drop a bomb in there. It was it, it was bad, but then I went home. I didn't go back to the club afterwards. I went okay, back to the see, hotel. well, you saved yourself. See, because me, personally, after that, man, I'm done for the evening. I, I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> I don't want to be bothered, man. I mean, because it's a whole it's a whole deal with me. I ain't one of those guys who could just pull his pants down. I got to be damn near naked. I, I got to be comfortable. Yeah, same, you know, same. You know, and then you ever try to use a public restroom with white pants on? So you try not to put your let your pants touch the floor. It it it, it was bad. It was a bad situation. You know, or as my wife told me last night, and it's kind of bad. She said, "You're like a farting, snoring machine." <laughs> I was like, "Come on, man." She said, damn, man, I'm, you know, I went to, I was asleep, so I didn't know what was going on. She was like, fuck, I thought the people outside could hear you. <laughs> I was like, damn, poor women, man. I mean, see, we got our, we got our things, but women, man, they, they, dealing with us, there's some real stuff that they have to deal with. I mean, because I'm not going to be one of those guys, you know, now me personally, 
I've been very lucky. I've been with this woman 22 years. I've never heard her fart. I mean, it's fucking amazing. But she does. As far as I know, she's not human, and I love it. <laughs> you know? But me, I mean, I could be saying good morning, and it'd be like, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm a guy. You know, I try to have, you know, I try to have some class. But Yeah, I have a thing with that. I mean, uh, you one might slip, but I'm not a... Um... I can't, I can't hear a woman bur- belch. Oh my god! Especially if we're at the table, that shit would drive me bananas. I might stop eating. Yeah, you know, it's, I. Uh, it's just something I'm free. It's just something that annoys the hell out of me. We, we, this, we are one couple who definitely proved that we're from like different planets. She says, "I hold my fork and knife like I, I have no training at all." And her. <laughs> She looked like the fucking queen of England eating. So, you know, and so, but I hear about that all the time. But at, at this advanced stage in my life, it's just a little too late. I'm not going to take, uh, I'm not going to go Google how I should do this. I'm sure my parents taught me and I was just a caveman and it kind of passed me by. Oh but God, the, uh, the, the passing gas and belching, you know what? I do like, I do like them demure, if you will. I guess that's the word. Demure, lady-like. You know, I like a woman lady-like. I don't, I don't want a chick that puts a forty ounce up to her mouth. I never liked her, and I never will like her. She's not yeah, my I, type I of chick. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I don't, I don't want you to swig a forty ounce and then, hey, you want some? No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I, but I don't need a chick that holds a pinky finger up either. You know what I mean? She got. It's got to be real. It's got to be who the person is legitimately. At least this way you get to make a decision if you wanted to deal with them or not. Like, we were watching a video the other day, and you know what? You live in New York City, and I actually literally miss New York City a lot. I didn't for a couple of years, but this last year is really, really, I really miss it. I feel like I miss home. And But one thing I will never miss, because we, we have different views on I've always hated the subway since I was a child. And I've always had to ride the subway. And, you know, some of the shit you see on the subway, like she was watching a video of a lady put on full makeup on the subway. But, you know, the whole time she's elbowing the people sitting next to her. Yeah, that, that annoys me. That, that annoys the hell out of me. But I, I like the subway for the simple fact it's fast. I don't like spending my time on a bus. If I can't drive my own car, I'm getting on the subway. That's. That's just it. Yeah, yeah, and then you got people who eat on the subway. I think eating on the subway is one of the vilest things you could do. It's a dirty, nasty place. It's not, um, the subway is, and it could be anything at any time, man. It could be tight. It could be cramped. It could be hot. It could be overcrowded. It could be smelling like hell down there. Literally, they're trying to make it a little bit better. You know, okay, you got Wi-Fi, great. But I've been on the subway, man, where people have, you know, just urine, urine-soaked homelessness for two or three years, urine-soaked homelessness, and you have to get up, and the next car still stinks for it. So you have to go three cars. I've gotten off trains and said, fuck this shit, man, totally. You know, I've actually seen people masturbating on the fucking train. See, that's just disgusting. But well, we, we've had that problem here in New York City. They just um, they added these kiosks now. Instead of pay phones, we have these kiosks that has Wi-Fi, and they allow you to get on the Internet from the kiosk. 
So what they was having was homeless people at these kiosks, and they was pulling up porn sites, and they were masturbating in the middle of the street. So now they just uh, they block the Internet access on those kiosks now. Okay, well, that, you know what? That kind of makes sense, uh, because I never forget, man, one time I was coming home, me and a buddy of mine, and my roommate at the time is like Ray Lewis size. This was a Division One football player, my roommate. So he's a big guy, 6'2", 245, all muscle. And we see a guy, we on the A train. We were living in South Ozone Park, Queens. And we just see this, you know, this guy like, what the fuck is he doing, man? He's not doing what we think he's doing. So we scream down, hey, dude, stop. You know, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Eight but three of us on this car. <laughs> we, we're hoping. And this guy, obviously, you know, if there's a God, he had to forgive me because I'm sure we harmed a mentally ill person that night. Because for him to continue doing what he was doing, he had to be mentally ill. But he took an ass kicking that uh, mentally ill or not, he he probably never forget. Because that oh, just yeah, was yeah. something that just could not fly, man. It could not fly. That that's a violation uh, to a degree. Uh, you know, stuff like that. I'm squashing, man. You. you you act up in front of me. You 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 you're hearing from me instantly. You know, like yeah, I'm not. I'm, I, 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 that's something I wouldn't want to see. So I I have a major problem, and I had to learn to control this. Uh, how people discipline their children around me because I'm oh, not okay. into smacking no three year olds because I'm gonna stand up for that three year old. If a grown adult hauls off and smacks a three year old in front of me. I'm not. I, I'm not the type of man who could walk away from something like that. Well, I just seen. I just took the train in, into work today, and I could say there was this kid on the train. He deserved the ass whooping. This kid was about. Uh, he was kind of short, but he looked kind of old in the face. So I'm thinking maybe about <laughs> short, but he looked old. <laughs> seven, and his brother was in the stroller. His brother had to be maybe four, and the, there was what they either mom or grandmother. I couldn't really tell, but the little boy. It was somebody, they was in a four-seater, and there was someone sitting next to his left. His mom was next to, on his right. He kept hitting the lady next to him. And then the mom was, like, whispering something to him. And then he would hit her, and then hit the little brother. And I'm just sitting there, like, the lady that was sitting next to him, she didn't say anything. But I'm like, I know this woman doesn't want to be getting hit by this man-child. That's because I don't know how old he was. He just looked older in his face, so... I just think I was like, hmm. I think this kid either needs his ass whipped or something. He needs a stern talking to or something because he was literally beating on the lady next to him, and then he started beating on his mom or grandmother, whoever, whoever, she, whoever she was. I'm kind of freaky when it comes to that. I am. I'm a child who grew up in a time where I guess it was very common for children to get beat, not spanked. I mean, spank is light. Yeah. I meant beat. My buddies would tell me horror stories of extension cords. Go take a bath, and when they come out of the bath, mother would like a fucking ninja, sneak attack them with a fucking extension cord, and leave them all fucked up. And But see, I have liberal parents. They did not beat me, so I don't know what the fuck a beating is. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in hitting children. I, you know... Some people say I'm crazy. You can't use intellect with a child. I think that you can use intellect with a child. I think that a child 
does not have to be hit because I, I got a I got a problem that you can't be the woman, you can't be the dog, you can't be the coworker, you can't be the neighbor, you can't be the stranger, but you could hit a child. They're the only thing on the planet that you can hit, and they're the most defenseless next to old people. Now well, I don't say anybody's now, wrong, but for me it's wrong. Thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I got whoopings when I was little. I mean, I. I look back and say, yeah, I deserved, I, I had maybe five, but I look back and I'm like, yeah, I think I deserved maybe about three of those because, I mean, I remember my very first whooping, I threw all my mother's shoes out the window. Oh, every wow. last pair, Every last shoe. And then what made it, made her know that I knew the difference between right and wrong, I also threw the belt out the window. Oh, okay. You knew that was the weapon. <laughs> so... Someone came upstairs and was like, hey, someone's throwing shoes out the window. And my mom was like, well, there's no one in this house but me and my son. And she checked, and I was out the window just launching shoes out the seventh floor window. I, I, I was lucky. I was a, you know, I was, I was a miracle baby. I was a quiet, quiet child who never made trouble. Straight A student, quiet kid, had no friends, didn't give a rat's ass about the kids on my block. I didn't go outside to play with other children until I was 13 years old by oh, wow. choice. I didn't like kids then. You know me. I don't like kids now. <laughs> uh, so I never went out to play. I never scraped up a pair of jeans. I never had holes in my clothes because I never played. Now, I played football my whole life. I played football since I was six years old. I would go to football practice, come in the house. The same guys that I used to play football lived on the block, but I didn't want to pile around with them. I just never did. Now, when I got 13, very embarrassing story, my parents told me, go the fuck outside. We don't care <laughs> if you don't do anything. Get the, Every day, you be out of this house, and you stay out of this house until we call you in the house. I guess I was really, like, uh, you know, messing up their time together. I guess that's why they sent my ass to camp every summer. Yeah, but like we need a long time. I would sit in that house. I, I was one of those kids. My, my parents made a major mistake. They brought me a movie projector when I was a little kid. And I would order those old badass horror movies like Wolfman meets uh, Abbott and Costello. So I had this real to real movie the, uh, projector. And I would play these movies over and over and over and over again. So I kept myself distracted. And I had a wrestling magazine collection. Bar none was the greatest in the whole world. Every wrestling, pro wrestling illustrated that ever came out, I owned. I used to read all the time. I mean, I used to really love to read. Did you keep those or? You know did what? You lose them no, over the oh man. You know what? You move, you grow up. And this was something I was going to say too, because like wrestling, I always wondered, even when I was a child, I would go to school, you know, at lunchtime and everybody's talking. Everybody was always so embarrassed to admit that they were wrestling fans. They were like, it was like, it was a shame to admit that you were a wrestling fan, even though they would seem to know everything about everything. Yeah, I have friends like that as well. Cause I actually grew up watching wrestling. Well, not, I probably started watching maybe when I was like eight and I had this friends, even though we got older, 
all of a sudden, when we talk about it, they know about things that back then, they was like, oh, you watch wrestling? And you used to crack up at me, but they was home secretly watching as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're stupid. You're an <laughs> idiot. You watch wrestling. I mean, you know, I'm a grown man. I go to WrestleMania. I've, yeah. I've been to many live events, and I'm going to tell you now, if you don't go see wrestling because it uh, has some kind of stigma, it's pretty silly. We go see fake stuff all the time. You go to movies. You're watching TV. You, you have are, a friend like that. He says go to circus. He says he sits online and when people be like, "Oh, why do you watch wrestling? Wrestling is fake." And he's like, "Well, your favorite show is fake. Any show that you watch on TV is like it's fake." Yeah, it's entertainment. It's athletic entertainment, and you know why the little boys and girls are so drawn to it? It's because it's superhero-sized people who talk barrels of shit. It's, it's, it's superheroes without, you know, Spider-Man without the uh, mask. That's all. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes they might have the mask, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, in my day, they used to have much, many more people wore masks, but nowadays it's, it's, it's a rarity, man. It's, a, it's, it's an enjoyment. I've, I've, I've actually been to my wife. We went to... Uh, uh, SummerSlam? Yeah. Beautiful experience. Fun as hell. I took the, I've actually taken my nephews and nieces. Fun times. It's stuff that 15 years later, you forget that you took them, and they remember that you took them. Matter of fact, I was with my nephew in Vegas uh, a couple of months ago, and he was like, do you remember when you took me to the wrestle? And I was like, oh, wow. I forgot all about that. Because I've been so many times. Yeah, you really don't realize what actually touched these kids and what they actually remember when they grow up. Yeah, so it's like, you know what? If I hated you all the other times of your life, you you were real cool to me that day. You was buying me the WWE ice creams. It was great. <laughs> I got to play with these other kids I didn't know because what I did was I took, at the time, my three best friends' sons plus my nephew. So running around dropping everybody off home that night was miserable, but... It was so much fun just to see them, you know, they were having a ball. You know, they were having a time of their life. It was like, oh, and I didn't even think that, you know, these are grown men now that they would think of. Oh, no, 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 man. I remember that night. Yeah, I tried to. I'm trying to do that with my daughter now. Um, she's only really a fan of women's wrestling, but I still try to take it to, like, the events. She has a good time when the events come around. I can take it to, like, the Barclays or... Um, out in Jersey arenas. So I think it's a fun experience for the kids. So I would prefer to spend my money on that than to spend my money on the circus. So. Oh, matter of fact, have you had the opportunity to uh, ever take your daughter to the circus? Um, yes. We Well, yes, we've been to what I call, we've been to the Soul Circus, which I call the Black Circus. Then we've been to, like, the Big Apple Circus, which is, uh, I guess, everyone else. Okay, what about the Ringling and Ringling Brothers and Bottom and Bailey? Um, I've never taken her to that circus for the simple fact. I feel like the other circuses are more intimate. Um, you're sitting more down. You're sitting closer to the stage, or uh, or what do they call it for the circus? The uh, the ring top. The, the four. Yes. So you're sitting closer to the to to the ring where they do do the do their tricks and stuff. As far as the Ringling Brothers, you're sitting, you're in like the Barclays, and you're sitting up in the rafters or somewhere. I, I, I like to be more intimate and get what, a better. It's a more of better experience for me. Okay, what about if they make their last swing through New York? Because you know the circus is no more, right? 
Yeah, I'm, yeah, I know, but I think New York has this weird ban. I don't know if it went into effect yet, but they have this ban on animals now. And I'm like, I don't want to go to the circus if there's no animals involved. Okay, that, to well, me, that was the best part of the circus. Oh, no, 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 no. See, I thought they were letting them get one last run with the animals and then shut down. So I missed some fall. Yeah, no, I actually have to look into that because I went to go see um, the Soul Circus and the show before the animals were banned. And they got an injunction that night in the show that I went to. They allowed the animals in. So I don't know. I don't know if the law is really in effect right now because there's other circuses that travel in New York that has animals. So I, I really don't know how it works works out. But the only thing that I find strange about that new bill is that, that you're not allowed to use the animals in the circus. But they made some form of adjustment to that bill that the, the Christmas show is allowed to still use the camels and stuff. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I, oh, they didn't want to upset the, the, the religious people, I guess. So you guys are still allowed to use your animals, but the circus and stuff, you guys can't use yours at all. Yeah, don't don't mess with the elephants. But yeah. the poor camel, he's 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 not off limits. Let me ask you a question before uh I guess we wrap it up, but um this past week they had this new edition show everyone's been talking about. I haven't seen it yet, but there's been a debate online about who you think is the greatest R and B group. And I know we come from two different generations, so I would just wanna know, um, who do you think all time is your top R&B group. Okay, well, I'm going to say this. I have not seen the new edition. It is on my TiVo because of curiosity and because I've followed their lives, so I love to see the story. Even though I know there's going to be that same fake-ass scene. Hey, you're on the radio! And everybody runs up the block, you're on the radio! Like, these fuckers don't know that their song's going to be on the radio. That is corny. It's been done in every goddamn biopic ever. Yeah. If you don't believe me, go back even the five heartbeats. You know, oh my god, you know. The, listen, new edition was barely. You gotta be you gotta be some fucking lunatic. And I don't even care if I insult somebody. You have to be a lunatic to say new edition. Now I'm gonna say for me, nobody comes close to the temptations. Nobody comes close. If you're talking male, you talking male only? Male, male only, yeah. Nobody comes close. The, the library of music that the Temptations have, you could literally, they literally have 40 to 50 songs, some of the best voices you've ever heard in your entire life, and it's classy stuff. It's not stupid love music, because I think there's stupid love music. This fucking Lenny Williams has this song. You can Google it yourself, people. The man should have been arrested for making a song. The begging that he does in this song is criminal. <laughs> criminal. I hate this song. Matter of fact, I have him on TiVo unsung, and I'm debating watching it because the song is so disgusting me that um, it's crazy. Who are people saying? Out of curiosity. Um, new edition. Um, well, the new edition. Uh, this, came, this, this actually came from Charlemagne the God. He said new edition. And people were going back and forth. I, I guess a lot of people were young, so they was going with the 80s and 90s. A lot of people said uh, Jodeci, um, Boyz II Men. Uh, I agreed. I thought Boyz II Men. I guess the t what the temptations are to you, I feel like Boyz II Men are to me. Boyz II right Men now. are five times better than New Edition. Let's 
be honest here. I, I, I agree. And I'm like, Boys and Men been out for 32 years, so and they're edition. still going today. New edition had, okay, we're not going to count um, the guy who came last. What's his name? Um, Johnny Gill? Johnny Gill's a singer. Three of the guys legitimately couldn't even fucking sing. I agree, yes. How are they the greatest when that, that, that Mike or whatever his name is, the yellow one, the tallest one? Yeah. He can't even sing. He, no, he neither can Bell. Uh, or is it DeVoe? Do you know the one with the shades who thinks he's the cool one? Yeah. He oh, can't, yeah, because they started BBD. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. He can't. Two-thirds of BBD could not sing. <laughs> and those were the worst raps. I mean, those were weak. SWV had harder raps than they did. Yeah, I, I agree. Some people said the Jackson 5, which kind of threw I me. I mean, come so on. Like, How could you put New Edition over them? Yeah. <laughs> Candy Girl is a weak-ass song now, then, and forever. It sounds like whiny little bitches. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 that's why I didn't understand how he how he said New Edition was the greatest R&B group of all time. See, but I think Charlamagne might have been fucking with people just to drum up some just to fuck with people you know what i mean just to cause friction because he seemed like that kind of guy he was trained by by wendy so you know if i route you know if i hate is good in that business you know what i mean yeah, Enough yeah. people mad at least they'll respond i guarantee you his twitter Instagram and Facebook page blew up when yeah, you said that. Yeah, it was that. definitely blown. It definitely blew, blew up. up. Everyone was re everyone was responding. Right. You know, that's like a black celebrity who has, a, say, Steve Harvey to, today goes and does his next um, his next uh, talk show, and he gets right there and he does a little. I don't normally do this. He does a monologue and says, "I got a feeling that Trump is the greatest president there is ever going to be." And then he just sits down and does this show. Do you know what his social media would be like at the end of the night? Insane. Shalomar just, just use it, play and pee, play people. That was a small move. Maybe he wasn't getting enough attention. And he made sure he did by saying something. He don't believe that shit. He's a man. Yeah. There's no way in the world that he believes Candy Girl. I mean, what was the other song? Rain? Oh, uh, yeah. Can't stay in the rain. What else do they have that you really could name? Because you can't count Bill, Bill DeVoe. That was a total different ball game. Yeah, it has to be a, a, a new addition. Right, and you can't count Bobby's stuff. Bobby's well, stuff. Remember, was Bobby more said he was the king. He was the king of R and B, and I've. Well, he's I can name too. a I can name a thousand artists that was better than Bobby Brown. Yeah, but you know what? Just because you call yourself something doesn't mean anything. You know, Conor McGregor calls himself the king of trash talk, and we know that's not true. That is true. I mean, people can say whatever they want, but uh, I guess you have to eventually back it up. And just having my prerogative is not something like. Yeah, yeah. Up. Hey, listen, that man. Tell the people our information, please, brother. Uh, ladies and gents, um, you could join us on social media: um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The handle is at netboydoc. That's at netboydoc. You can also go to our YouTube page and uh, subscribe to that. We'll be posting. Um, new episodes on YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, and we'll post a uh, link from to pop 
Podomatic as well. Once again, you can join us on social media at our uh, at Netboy Doc. Once again, that's at Netboy Doc. Right, and our plans is to bring you a, a show on Mondays and Fridays. So we're gonna put ourselves out there. You enjoy us, please let us know. Send us, you know, if you have a question that I asked and you have an answer, please give us that answer. We love to hear from you. You have anything that you want us to discuss? We love to hear from you. Yeah, great. We we're want trying to be to make interactive. This... Yeah, exactly. We're trying to make this the most interactive podcast there is. Um, the more help from you guys will actually help us. That is true. Well, we're going to sign off by saying that we appreciate you listening. And if it's your first time, thank you. Come back again. And if you've listened before, I hope that you was an entertained this time as you was the other times. That's our goal. That's the, the reason we do this. We enjoy you being with us and we enjoy talking to you. And you have a great and wonderful day. Peace.